0: Right, the components we use are absolutely A-class, uh, Shoe for gripping, Fasto for pneumatics, the Fano uh, robot for our robot arm, uh, Siemens PLC, etc. So yeah, we really choose... SICK? Sorry, SICK, yeah, SICK laser scanner, correct, very good Colin. So we really choose, let's say, the top... Top of the market uh, components. Uh, Welcome to the MTD podcast.
1: I'm Giovanni Albani, is opening today's show, a passionate engineer and a very proud member of the MTD team. Today, we've got an absolutely fantastic podcast from the MTD studio. Firstly, I'm joined by my colleague and my partner in crime, Colin Griffiths. Gio, thank you for inviting me, All bit last minute. I wasn't aware of this, so you put me under
2: some pressure. So, <laughs> fortunately, I know quite a bit about Holter CNC, but we're going to put them to the test. And find out more about their products in minutes.
1: Yep, yeah, hopefully, it's going to be a very educational podcast. Automation is such a big topic at the minute and such an important topic in the UK. We're also joined from Rick Peer from Holter CNC Automation. Welcome to the MTD podcast. Well, thank you very much, Gio. And Marcus, your second podcast, Marcus Hamlin from First MTA. Welcome again to the MTD podcast. Thank you very much, Gio. Feeling honoured to uh, to be here for a second time. Well, it's great to see you all again and and this podcast we we really want to address and break down barriers to entry to automation but we also want our audience to find out one about the auto uh, automation solution uh, for people that don't already know about the solution and what USPs and and solutions it does offer but also about the relationship with first mta and why you've chosen this product to accompany the rest of your product portfolio. So um, to start off with, Rick, can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about the product range and the history of the company, just to Mm. to kind of give our listeners a better understanding of how you originated? Because it's still a young company.
0: Yeah, that's true. We are really a young company. We were founded in 2013, had uh, our first system installed in 2013 as well, but uh, we're really well ahead in 2014. And we were founded by Mr. Wouter van Halteren, so our CEO. And he actually had a factory um, uh, manufacturing uh, uh, CNC lathes and um, and milling machines. It's called Style CNC from the Netherlands. Um, And when he was uh, uh, leading his company, uh, when he sold the company, he got in contact with the CEO of uh, Fastums from Finland. And they got together and discussed the whole, th- yeah, the whole automation um, and strategy and, and where Europe and uh, yeah the Western continent actually was going to. Um, of course, Fasm is very well known for the FMS systems, uh, very well known company worldwide, thousands of systems installed. And well, Wouter, my uh, my CEO, had this idea that single plug-and-play CNC machine automation would be the next. Big thing in, in 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 a new wave in the automation, and actually and shared uh, this idea. Uh, having said that, they said, "Well, we 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 will keep our focus on our systems, of course, but we will be very happy to be your business develop or your development partner to develop a a unique uh, plug and play CNC tending system."
2: Okay, so if people don't know how to CNC the robot, mm-hmm. and we can go briefly through the product range. But it's not just halter products, The well-known products in the background, such as FANUC, Shunk, and others mm. as well. So people that
0: give people comfort that they're buying quality products. Yeah, you, you refer to our uh, to our uh, components that we yep. uh, that we use in our system. And um, it's not just the component part. Of course, for us, the collaboration with FASM was very important to get a very solid and, and process-secure system in the market. But you're right. The components we use are absolutely A-class. Uh, Schunk for gripping, Festo for pneumatics, the Fanuc uh, robot for our robot arm, uh, Siemens PLC, etc. So, yeah, we really choose... Sorry, sick. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Laser scanner. Correct. Very good, Colin. So we really choose, let's say, top top of the market uh, components um, because for us it's fundamental, essential that your automation process is secure. Rick, what one thing that really stands out to me? We've just done a technical
1: corner together. Yeah. Is the software that you've produced yourselves that brings all of them different products mm-hmm. together and, and makes it all sing and dance, if you like? Yeah. Can you can you tell?
0: Our audience, how important
1: that software is, the Smart Teach.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our software is fundamental because uh, the way uh, we build it up, also in collaboration with Fastums again, um, is that we can modularly expand uh, um, the programming by adding new fields. For example, if you have a, an additional application, adi- an additional robot sequence, you can add it to the program very easily, and you the operator uh, can let's say pick this 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 building br- brick and put it in his uh, program for the next part uh, for your understanding if you make a new program with our software it will take you up to two minutes wow. you uh, say up to
2: two minutes that's yeah that's pretty fast going
0: yeah it is fast going for us it's it's yeah the philosophy is that the setup time needs to be very very short and able to be able to your that makes the user uh it makes it possible to, uh, to to automate small batches. So, you know, lean manufacturing, QRM, we all want to be au- be able to automate small batches. Yeah. You, say
2: small ba- sorry, Joe, you say about small batches, yeah. a lot of people out there thinking, and I, I think they're getting over it now, but you're looking at automation, you're thinking uh, it's not gonna be cost effective if I'm going big batches. There's no point in me even considering it.
0: Is that a myth? Uh, now it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it, this changed completely, yeah. yeah. Marcus as well?
3: Yeah, no, 100%, I think, um, it's about educating people that, that you can now automate small batches um, and that if you, know, if you can generate even two, three hours walk-away time, then it means that someone who's you know a valuable component to your business can spend their time more valuably um, doing, doing more cost-effective stuff.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Wait, you don't, you've got tr- skilled engineers. We've got lots of skilled engineers out there. Do they want to be loading a billet all day? Not really. No. Upskilling? <laughs> <So laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's not
3: mm. good use of their time, ultimately. And, and yeah, mm. it's boring, isn't it, loading billets into a machine?
2: Well, wow, is it boring or is it milling or turning? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. No worries.
3: Mark. Sorry, Vic. That's a good one,
0: Colin, because we just installed a system for dual machine tending. So first VM, VMC, and then the robot brings the, the part to a boring machine and brings it back to the, to the storage. And room. I wasn't
2: even fed with that so I no, just exactly. <laughs> boring I wasn't even fed with an that. Yeah. machine <laughs> exciting <Yeah. laughs>
0: machine.
1: Brilliant. Marcus, um just want to go back a step really you you first mta and um, took on the Holter cnc automation agency last year yeah um in 2021 yeah now this kind of really kind of fulfills your product portfolio at first mta can you tell our listeners why you've introduced um this this automation solution to your product portfolio and about the relationship with Holter cnc automation
3: well yeah, I think Holter are an excellent partner for First Machine Tool. Um, I think we've yeah, definitely um, we are the IMCR agents for the UK, so we've kind of been in the lathe turning automation business for a for a period of time, or for quite a long period of time, um, many years. And adding Holter to our portfolio really enables us to offer a complete solution with you know, work holding and yeah, offering a complete package so a customer can come to us. And we can, we can supply a complete package and they don't have to buy lots of different things from lots of different people, keeping it simple.
2: If they're buying one of your machines, then another, I think, people in the back of people's mind and barrier to entry is a cost. Now, I wouldn't expect to give me the cost here, but, and again, it's going to be application specific. What sort of return on investment, what sort of payback time am I going to get from these
3: um, I think the, the 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 sort of figure quoted is in the kind of average is a, is about eighteen month region. Um, some people it can be as short as you know five six months. Some people it you know it's a, it, but but generally speaking, I think a huge percentage it is in the kind of eighteen month region.
2: Hmm. Wow, that's yep. pretty good. Well, wow, that's. Really good return on and, investment.
3: And I think part of that is also to do with the fact that when you do the analysis with the customer in the first place, you've got to identify good automation um, application. If the, if the application isn't right and they're not going to get the return on investment, then you're not going to recommend a robot for them.
2: Mm. Maybe you'll recommend a bar feed, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, yeah. Is it about cycle times, I.
3: Um, it's partly to do with cycle times yep. and, and how many components you can fit on the system. Yep. Um, but it's, yeah, it's about looking at, at a combination of the factors and what the customer is looking to achieve. You know, do they want to run all the way through the night? If they do, yep. then obviously you need a certain set of circumstances. But um, a lot of people will, as I said earlier on, get get that return, even if they can automate for a, for a short period of time. And where does flexibility come into play? <clears throat> um, In terms of the actual
1: Uh, sort of uh, moving the robot and... In regards to the actual uh, complete solution, really, I mean, looking to run um, low-volume work, high mix, you know, requires a lot of flexibility. You know, Mm -hmm. what kind of flexibility does this system offer
3: to your clients? I think it all leads back to the to Smart Control, Um, Mm -hmm. the the speed of of programming. Um, That's what generates the flexibility of the system. So, yeah, if you can... You can have a set of parts programmed ready running quickly um, then that's that gives you the, the flexibility to so, so that's
1: simplifying the programming it's enabling you to program the part extremely quickly you know mm. two minutes is is, is is phenomenal but what about for example the the universal solution that you offer in regards to loading different batch sizes etc um, How how
0: does that work um, you mean with the, the, the A and B side we have on our grid plate? Yes. Ah, yeah. exactly, yes. We have uh, Our grid plate is actually divided into two. It's rotative. So it's actually the, ro- the robot that will turn for you the table. So we have a robot side. So hence where the robot will be uh, loading and unloading, tending the CNC machine. And the other side, it's the loading area. So at any given time, the operator has the possibility to open that door and to unload finished products, load up in his new batch. Maybe he needs to change the grid plates. He can do that at any time given because the CNC machine and the ho- the, the robot will keep continue working.
3: Yeah, um, and also talking along the lines of flexibility um, relating to how you can write um, custom um, processes. So w- when they're installing the the robot, if you wanted to have a deburring cycle, or if you wanted to have a wash station, or if you wanted to have a an equator that you wanted to build into your process, if the robot's got time to do other other things whilst the machine is running. Um that also adds to the flexibility of the solution um mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily available for plug and play solutions in the market.
1: So you're adding value as well with a with a solution such as that. Now just going back one step to to the low volume work and, and to what you've just mentioned with the, the grid plates and the rotating grid plates. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying rick is you can actually be loading the components on the other side of the grid while the robot is still feeding the machine so that you haven't got to stop that spindle turning exactly because it's hard to visualize in a podcast but please watch the technical (laughs) corners that we have produced and this will give you a clearer illustration but colin you've been quite familiar with this system for a long time
2: is that in terms of loading and unloading is that the same for all because there's three different options milling turning and universal correct yeah and that's the same for all three options? Uh,
0: not for the premium mill and turn stacker, but for right. the big mill and turn stacker it is. So okay. we also have this option that uh, actually the front and back sides so the loading area separated. So for safety, there is a screen in the middle. And uh, so the operator is completely safe to uh, to load and unload, okay. finish and uh, roll parts.
2: What size component? I mean, you, again, you've got three Three products in th- in three ranges, so nine in total, is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. What size will you go from and to without going through the whole range?
0: Oh, good one, good
2: one. <laughs> also, oh, I'll put you under pressure, sorry. <laughs> ah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can defend myself now. <laughs> also here, we're very flexible. Yep. So. Even if we have, uh, let's say, out of uh, uh, standard uh, measurements and weights, we still can be uh, of help to the client um, because we have several, uh, again, those uh, special uh, features and, and applications we, we can help the client with. Uh, normally, we go up to, uh, if we have our big in length, we go up to 800 millimeter, right. what we call a long shaft option. Our standard and the premium the length is up to 250 mil. With the long shaft, we go up to 450 mil. So, uh, and weight-wise, we uh, apply robots with payloads from 12, 25, 35, and 70 kilo.
2: There you go. And he's doing that without his brochure in front of him, so that's all good. <laughs> I
1: mean, that, that, that
0: accommodates
1: for 99% of components out in the field, I would assume.
3: Yeah, yeah without a doubt. I mean, yeah, a huge proportion of the components are, are not bigger than... Uh, then then we're talking about there the sort of 20 kilos is pretty unusual for someone to be loading 20 kilo parts
1: Mm. Um, in regards to automation and automating legacy machines and brand new machines you know, you you talk about flexibility, one of the barriers to entry is, you know, that they they may fear, have a fear of of automating a legacy machine because maybe it might not have many years left Mm -hmm.
3: what kind of solution have you got for this? Well, with the yeah, the Holter system can be reinterfaced on 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 a machine at any time. Um, it's just a case of um, identifying what's required, whether it needs to be hardwired or whether there's a robot interface available. Um, and it's a very rare case that that well, in fact I don't think Holter have had any situations where they haven't been able to interface a machine thus far. So mm-hmm. there, there's there's very norm there's normally a way to to do it. So
1: you've got longevity in the yeah. investment because, for example. You can move the robot from any machine tool to another machine tool whenever you want.
0: Yeah, exactly. So also uh, Mm -hmm. from an investment point of view, automation was always seen as you purchase uh, the automation for a certain product, for a certain time span, and then you calculate, Okay, does it make sense? uh for us uh, well for nowadays this is not not of importance anymore because if you change your products or if you change your cnc machine the halter system will just move to any other machine or any other product so
2: but part of what part of your sort of sweet spot for your company for the solution is people buy that and move it between well up to four machines so they yeah. can have they can be turning one day pallet on a pallet truck move it to another machine the next day simple as that
0: yeah yeah correctly it um our clients say well we say it takes you up to 45 minutes to replace the halter system maybe from a lathe to a 5x uh, we have several clients who do that well during the week me maybe two to three times so they're a bit more experienced than i am and they tell me <laughs> they can do it in 20 25 minutes so that's approximately the time you need to calculate to move the halter robot system from one machine to another depending on where you need the capacity most
2: and easy just to, inter- I mean, it's already, I presume already set up, easy to integrate, just plug and play, essentially.
0: Yeah, plug and play. But we do, of course, prepare the CNC machine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so. And any,
2: just going back, any CNC machine, pretty much. Yeah.
0: I was going to go on that, that on, on
1: Colin's point there. When you say any CNC machine, you're talking uh, turning, milling, standard free-axis lathe, standard free-axis mill, but you go up to full simultaneous, fifth-axis, yep. you know, m- multitasking machines, turn mills, et cetera. That, correct, yeah. yeah.
3: I think anything that, the, anything that the robot arm can reach where it's going to put the component, it can be installed on it.
1: Mm. Yeah. What about the support, the application support? Um, you know, a product is one thing, but support is, is, is a completely different
3: s- scenario. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, and this is some, something that's very important to us. Um, Holter have got their own um, engineer within the UK. First Machines All have got their own um, engineer. Are we allowed combos. to
2: mention the engineer that Holter have got? Sure thing. <laughs> I, I,
0: well, my, my, very, my very appreciated colleague uh, Steve Price, who I think very well known name in the UK CNC machining industry. Yeah, the reason. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask is, I,
2: <laughs> as as I understand it, and it's not from his mouth I hear this, but he is an absolute legend in terms of automation and robotics. He is. He is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Don't tell him I said that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe you'll listen to this. You yeah. never know. It might yeah. get back to it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But yeah, that's what you. So you got you know feet on the on the floor. Yeah. Ready to if something does go wrong. Yeah, two sales or to First MTA
0: exactly. We've got it together. So Halter CNC and First MTA, uh, right. our own UK uh, service engineers. Not only that, we also introduced um, as a standard since the first of January our Halter Site Manager, and uh, that's a router that's uh, that we always include in our system. So that it connects the Halter robot system directly with uh, our headquarters. So you can always ring in. So you have within a minute you have someone on the line who right. can. Not only help you, but can look into inside the robot to see. Uh, yeah, maybe you're missing a point, or maybe the robot is missing a point. So, so Valter, you ha- have a fast solution.
2: Wouter, the CEO is happy to help you with any issues. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> me for saying. Maybe that not Wouter. Well. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so industry
1: 4.0 really remote, <laughs> remote access. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now in the UK, we're renowned for bespoke projects. You know, really complex uh, components. Um what kind of solutions do you have readily available for bespoke projects, and can you back your u k clients with any kind of bespoke project projects and
3: needs that they may have? yeah, one hundred percent i think if you know if it's if it's possible to to robot load a component generally speaking, we should be able to find a way of doing it um and Holter as a company have a history of doing bespoke projects with customers and meeting their needs.
0: I, I would say that at this moment, 90% of our system, of course, our hardware has a certain standard, but 90% of our systems that we uh, deliver are not fully standard anymore. So they either have workpiece-specific grip plates, uh, maybe special parts. Uh, we have a new, recently developed uh, milling software you can, where you can tilt your head for gripping uh, difficult-to-grip parts, die-casted parts, etc. So we really see ourselves as partner. Uh, for our clients, so start of course with the part study, and then. Develop. Right,
2: because I, I, I'd obviously mistakenly from now, see Ultra as more of a off-the-shelf product, but that's ninety percent <laughs> is now individual applica- oh, application-specific as. Yeah, like turnkey to say. Th- project. That, that's turnkey it. That's it. Project.
0: Yeah, turnkey yeah. application-specific. So of course our hardware is still a standard, but as we the software is is, is uh, freely available for us f- to 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 build it up modularly. So then we can any uh, any project any. Yep.
2: So, do, do we get in contact with Walter for that as well, or is that is that B- w- t- will be very very
0: happy <laughs> to take? He'll <laughs> be absolutely it up. Yeah, sure. Sure So, fuming. would that be contact first MTA or contact you, Rick? First MTA is yeah. absolutely your first partner to contact, yeah. and we already did uh, a first project now together, where we saw that uh, where we saw that uh, that this combination of workholding and automation is, is is key.
3: Yeah.
0: So there's yeah. some great synergy there. I can definitely yeah. see
1: the benefits. Can you explain that benefit, really, Marcus? What the benefit of having
3: yeah, I like having the work holding that's opening yeah, and closing I mean, and, 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 and selling the complete solution. Yeah, I mean ultimately it just makes the customer's um experience a lot more seamless. You know, there's there's not two different companies, you know, if there are if there are troubles to work through when you're doing the installation, as there always are with big projects, you know, there tends to there'll always be little teething problems. You haven't got two companies fighting with each other. You know, arguing the toss over who's they fault never it is. argue. They
2: never blame each other in <laughs> these sort of projects. No, no never.
3: never. So, so I think <laughs> from that perspective, you know, the the customer has one one company to lean on, and 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 we will absolutely yeah. find a solution for them.
0: Also, for machines to be retrofit because. I would say we're, at this moment, sixty forty 40 even uh, 60% retrofitting uh, CNC machines, so uh, adding automation to an existing machine. And in this case, a lot of times, if you have your 5-axis uh, machine or maybe 3-4-axis, it doesn't have automatic workholding, then you have your own, yeah the best solution perfect. out of the one hand, really.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. And yeah. Now, in, in the UK now, I, I believe that the UK market has really started to embrace automation more than it's ever done before. And it's a necessity. They need to mm. if they want to remain um, competitive, not just in the UK amongst ourselves, but globally. What in your opinion, why is it so important that they automate to get that kind of unmanned running that you can offer? Mm.
3: Well I think the I mean it's very important um from a perspective of you know lead time is so important to people these days that that people need components quickly um and a lot of the time you're not able to to get that and certainly you know the experiences that we've just had with covid and with with brexit and deliveries and you know things are just taking longer um to to get across the sea so mm. suddenly having something made in asia isn't necessarily a reliable solution so making things locally where you can control the lead time more effectively you know even if cost isn't necessarily a um if you can be competitive with cost then So
2: be competitive yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely if you
3: if if you can if we can be if we can compete Mm. um then then i think ultimately that that provides a better solution for for people in the uk i but mean increasing increasing the shifts incre- like
1: uh, you know f- for example running now 24 7 instead of maybe just one shift and mm. um, automatically you're becoming more competitive reducing costs per part yeah. um you know uh, and future proofing your business um, in in a way i mean material prices are increasing and uh, it's just becoming more and more competitive yeah. day
0: by day i would even say securing your employment in the uk as well it's it's not just about uh, automating and 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 you know earning more 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 money and and getting your business more being more successful. It's also keeping the, the how say the uh, the knowledge of of CNC manufacturing inside uh, the UK. So uh, for me, this is one of the big assets. So so you have two assets: your CNC in my case, the CNC operator in CNC machine. You really should need to to optimize those. Give me some examples
1: from um, your experience when. Introducing automation into a company
0: has actually led to the the employees being upskilled. Mm. Oh, uh, quite quite a few of those actually. So, um, <coughs> Mr. Remmers from Germany, he he explained to us that um, he was starting to outsource his products products to uh, I won't name the name, but an Eastern European country, and um, he was on the brink to decide shall I close my factory and only maintain sales or um, do I have to rethink my factory and see how I can can upgrade my factory to be competitive uh, international. Um, he had, I think it was approximately 15 to 16 CNC machines um, with the same amount of, of, uh, of operators. And he started automating and that he said, that was the only reason why my factory is still open. not only open, I'm now cheaper than the Eastern European. So I'm more competitive and all the, 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 his personnel could stay because the factory is still open. And he also was able to produ- uh, produce lights out. So making him a very, very solid uh, supplier in the market. I can't get a better example than that, I
1: don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of touched all the, the potential pain yeah. points. Now, Rick, I believe that you're going to be opening up a new tech center yeah, um, soon. Can yeah. you tell our listeners about this tech center?
0: Yeah, um, maybe you know that Haltersee is a, a Dutch-based uh, uh, company, but we manufacture our uh, our systems in uh, in Ge- Germany. So we're made in Germany products. Uh, right across the border in Ism near Dusseldorf. And we moved um, because our jacket was getting really, really tight. <laughs> so we moved to a much bigger factory. And uh, we will also open up a new tech center, demo center, uh, I think middle of May. So uh, we call it the workshop week. So we'll invite, of course, every uh, every company that's interested to have a personalized workshop that day. We'll heartly, wholeheartedly invite him. Brilliant, that'd be good to go. There, Look, so
2: yeah, we're looking, looking forward to an invite there, I <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 wasn't a legal statement. But just very quick, you know, you're known here in the UK, in Europe, mm. but you are a global phenomenon.
0: Oh, we are, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, installed uh, two more systems in uh, in New Zealand. So we're really from Alaska to New Zealand, South America, the U- US. Wow. So every continent, we uh, yeah, we are now uh, av- available, yeah. Uh, and Marcus, how can people get in touch with you
3: and um, that are interested in this solution i mean you yeah, get in touch via the by the website via any of the any of our social media channels i mean yeah g- give me a call and uh, and i'll do whatever i can to help
2: and get a solution that's cost effective Eighteen months return on investment. I was listening to all this. At yeah. least, yeah. at least, uh, lea- uh, well, less. Uh, did you less. say from
0: from it's five months to eighteen? Yeah, we, we 18 did a little years. survey, and it was uh, the ninety percent uh, of our clients had an eighteen uh, month return on investment or less. So yeah. most of them were less. Wow. Yeah. So impressive. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, a great
1: kind of story from Holter CNC Automation and First NTA that are now exclusive. UK sole agents of this product. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please give us any feedback that you may have. But guys, until next week, um, the MTD podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you
0: Thanks for listening to the MTD
2: podcast. If you found value in this episode, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. Find more episodes on MTDCNC.com.